0: Good morning, everybody. Good evening. Oh, special guest star. I see, I'm not going to mention his name. Chaim, Ivaldik, who else? I'm muted. No, you're not. Oh, it says everybody else is muted. I'm just trying to see. Is Robert Lynx on today? No, he's not. Robert Links is not. On. Okay. Uh, today's Shir, Bar Hashem. No bad news today. Ah, you can be excited. First of all, today is the fifth day of the Omer. And if you see here, they sent this out for the, our group. A lot of work has been put into this. The background is today's Daf. It's Daf Lamatez. So you can remember two things: to say the Sphira and and today's Daf. Uh, today's cheer is being sponsored the Shleim of Robert Link's father-in-law again, Shalom Mordechai Ben Pesel Rechel. Should have a rufush He told us yesterday after the shear was over that he found the shear on his own without Robert telling him. He's been a fan. He wanted to come visit us live. Unfortunately, he's on a ventilator. Ventilator ready for two weeks. He should have a rufush The whole shear is davening for him. So let's put this up here. All right. Today promises to be a very geschmackish shear. Probably one of the most entertaining uh, charts that I, I've had in a while, so we'll get to it real quickly, it's a shorter daf, Hashem. Uh, and tomorrow night Shir is at 9 o'clock after Yontif, 9 o'clock approximately an hour after havdalah no why, no it's fine. We have a guest, uh mayor, my son-in-law sitting with me, Bar Hashem, so he's yes. going to keep me company. Yes. last few days was, was rough. I also want to welcome David, or David Brandis from South Bend. Our South Bend, he was sick in the hospital or sick with Corona for a long time, Baruch Hashem, he's back, he's healthy. And we have Elchanan Feinstein that Baruch Hashem is, is improving every day. Magachir from Chicago so we're very excited that he's back he was online yesterday he's on zoom for two days I don't know if he's on today if he's not on it's a very very good sign that means he's back to full strength he doesn't need us he's on his own anyway here's a, a quick email this is from Daniel thank you Rebelli I love the sheer. it keeps me on track Bar Hashem just something small Sunday daf Lamid zayin Omid bays you missed three words 12 lines from the bottom Umashulei keep up the great inspiration. Bad news, bad news, Rabbo Yisai, we're going to have to start from the Zayinu and Veiz and, and work our way back to, we cannot miss anywhere, so we're going to go back there. It says the Gemara, it says, It says, he was very midactic in all his doings. I'll try very hard not to miss a word. However, there's another email. This one says, please do not read. So I won't read this. It's a very nice email. I'm not sure why he doesn't want me to read it. But it does say here that yesterday, also on Daf. Lamed Zayin. I explained the Karmu the bread, I explained it wrongly, he's probably right. I didn't mean to explain it like that. I I didn't go back to here, but Karmu means there's like a little bit of a cross, but it's not done inside. Not that it's fully done. Two mistakes on Lamed Zayin. Thank you for the Haaretz, I appreciate them, because it's Torah and we got to be real. So says the Mishnah, we're holding in the Lamed Ches Omed Beis. EIN noisnim BEITZO BETZAD HAMICHAM BESHVIL galgil. We have a bunch of different charts right here in this very exciting Mishnah. You cannot take an egg, and you cannot put the egg up against a kettle that just came off the flame. So it's not on the fire right now, it's very hot. You're going to put it on the side of the, f- of the kettle. Now what's going to happen? it's gonna cook, semi-cook. It's not gonna be completely cooked. But, some people eat it like that. But the Mishnah uses interesting Lashen, b'shvil shet is galgal, that it's your role. So let me demonstrate. This, by the way, is one of the most expensive science, uh, what's the word? You have to help me with the words, now that I have another person. No, sign project, here. This egg is uncooked, you see? So we're gonna do one of these. If this falls on the floor, Hashem This thing is worth $20 to $30 a pop. This is a, this is a science experiment, thank you, sir. Science experiment. Barak Shechter. it's great to see you, Barak. Anyway, you see, I don't know if you guys can see, I'm gonna spin, oh, nothing happened. You see, you cannot spin a raw egg. I don't know if you know this, of course you do. Says the Mishnah, Kadeshit is galgal. You see this, what's going on here? Once it's cooked, it rolls. That's the Psharim tis galgal. Okay, so that's, that's that. What are you trying to do? You're trying to cook it. It's Asur. That's it's the rice, a deraisa, bishel. Do not take clothing that was heated up in the sun, let's say you hung your clothing before Shabbos, and they're hot in the sun, you can't do this. I gotta get back to my screen for a second. Okay. Here's the sun, here's the clothing, here's your egg. You're not allowed to cook something on clothing that was heated by the sun. Now we're going to see a whole bunch on that. So we have a machloikis, can you cook on clothing that was heated up or not, by the sun. You cannot bury an egg in sand. On that the Gemara says, no machloikis. Everybody agrees that you cannot cook in the sand. On the bottom of this picture, there's, it's not an accurate picture, but there are people that try to, they, if you go on Google, you see a lot of people that cook with eggs. I have another picture coming up soon. In, uh, this is to, to, to fry your egg, but we're talking about in the sand, not on top of the sand. So this is not accurate. This is not what we're talking about. This is just because it's cool. You take an egg and you fry it on the hot sand. Says the Mishnah, there's a story that in tveria, you know, in Tferia they have the hot springs. So, I happen to know this. I I was part of, I told you that I was part of this group called the Mentors' Mission from Ur Sameach. I highly recommend it for anybody out there. Oh, here's Sam Winehouse. Okay. Father-in-law, something with the email the other day. I got it. Okay. Shkoyach. So, you take the Who's that? Okay, Michael Cohen, uh, Leopard. <laughs> that's his new one. Okay, don't send it to my wife. Fine, I'll go upon him. So yeah, I was on this group called the Mentor's Mission and it's basically take American businessmen and they pair you with non-religious people, uh, students from America and they do this trip, they all fly in together from America. Uh, people that are here in Nez could do it as well. And they they do this whole trip so one of the Bar hashem i had some success over there i had some of the guys actually did tshuva and they have children now in chedarim beautiful stuff uh, but one of the places that used to take us is to chami tveria. there's a place in tveria called chami tveria you sit there and in this pool i believe that there's like a it go, the water goes through a boiler system over there and they tell you it's from chami tveria what a, so i do have a picture actually of us guys sitting there in the pool. This is amazing. This is a real picture of hot springs, a real real hot springs. So this this is, uh, this is what it looks like. These are Japanese monkeys with snow chilling out in the uh, hot springs. You take this water, this hot water from the Chamei Tveriah and you cool off, you heat up cold water coming in. That's what happens here. Exactly how does that look? So this is again from Pirosh nice picture. I like this pshat a lot, this makes a lot of sense to me. Basically, the cold water goes through a pipe, through the Chamei this is Chamei it's hot, the cold water goes through, comes out on the other side and it's heated up. When did this process start? On Friday. Obviously you can't do it on Shabbos, you did it on Friday. The other pshat that they wanna say, it seems like Rashi greases pshat, but the Ran learns in Rashi like this that uh, you, you basically dump the cold water directly in, it's a little schwer because Rashi, we'll see soon, says it's atmana. this is just mixed in and it's, it, does, it doesn't jive well, with me at least. Tysis has problems with it as well. I like the other pshaw better. It's me, personally. So, and by the way, this would be the sugya of duchemesh, you know, solar pa- pa- panels on the roof. We're gonna see soon a little bit more of it. What is a solar panel? How does a solar panel work? Let's talk about it later. It's a little bit better later. So, Yes, you started the process, you turned on this pipe here, I think there's a nice, you see over here, they actually have a valve over here, you turn on the valve, he started the process on Friday. Say but if you heated up water on Shabbos, what's the halacha? You can't use it. We're gonna make this as if you turned it on, like as if you heated it up on Shabbos. We'll have a lot more explanation in the Gemara. In Biantiv, and if you did the same thing on Yantif, you try to heat up this water on Yantif, Ki Byantif. We're going to make it. We're going to make this water that goes through these pipes in the chamitver and you heat it up, even though you started off on Friday, I'm going to make it it's as if it happened on Yontev, and therefore it's usur to bathe with it, you'll have to drink from it. You'll have to make tea from that water. We'll see in the Gemara. Gilgel mai. So you took this egg, and you made it to a point we can... Yeah, this is the rolling one. You're able to roll it. In other words, it's semi-cooked, right? Because if you take an egg and you put it up against a hot pot, it's not gonna cook. I just cooked this, I think it's the first time in my life I did a hard-boiled egg. I asked my wife how to do it. You have to heat up the water, it has to come to a boil. Once it comes to a boil, then you turn it off. She said, I guess she knows what she's talking about because she makes these hard-boiled eggs all the time. And you leave it in there for a while. Now, if I were to take that egg and put it on a pot that just came off the flame, I'm not going to achieve that boiled thing. So, what am I going to achieve? Semi boiled. That's also considered Bishol. So he asks him, Is that considered Bishol? If you put it up against the pot, you're Chatos. In other words, Bishol de Raisa, 100% Chayav. Oh my, for those of you who requested and don't remember that I say it, here it is. Any type of salty food, let's call it herring. So, in those days they would take the herring and also cook it. It's very. Ah, Rabbi Blinders here, I haven't seen you in a while, and I haven't seen your son. The kaien, where are you? Okay, well, welcome back. So, you have salty fish, any type of salty thing, I cook it up as well. If I cooked it up completely before Shabbos, I could soak it in hot water on Shabbos. Hot water meaning hot water off the flame. Why could I soak it on Shabbos? I'm not accomplishing anything. This thing is fully cooked. It was already cooked up before Shabbos. Also known as certain things, this type of item. You cannot cook something that's already fully cooked if it's a salad like that. And if it wasn't cooked before Shabbos, I could rinse it. Why can I rinse it on Shabbos with hot water? Because that's not considered cooking. I'm just rinsing it. I'm getting rid of the salt. I'm not cooking it. And the really don't I'm allowed to do that, <laughs> extremely old herring, a year old. Says Rashi, dog shekherin toynina. Says that goes with tuna. By me, my Gemara, tuna. I saw the article calls it a different thing, some mackerel or whatever. I like tuna. I can relate to tuna and sushi. So if I have sushi. But this is really old sushi, a year old. It doesn't really fit in with sushi, but you get the idea. The idea is that this is something that all you need to eat it is a little bit of a rinse. So you give it a rinse, So what does it say here? Anything that it is considered the gemar melacha, you're done, you're finished, you give it a little rinse and I could eat it, that's bisho. That's all I need to be over the rice. So if I have this tuna, I have this old herring, I give it a little rinse, awesome. Why? That's gemar melacha, melacha. Let's take it to our case. You have an egg, I put it up against the kettle, that, that's off the flame, but zui gemar melachtoy. There are a lot of people that like these eggs. Hey look, some people eat raw eggs. As is. As Simon Cohen, will tell you. Yeah, you could eat a raw egg. They say Chazonim do it. Baruch Hashem, I'm not a So, but, but a semi-raw egg, Yes, yeah, Simon, you eat some raw eggs sometimes? No, 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 not you. Your voice is good enough without it. Okay, good. So, but some people do. There are crazy chazam that do. But forget that. There's a step weiter. This is, you know, one-third uh, sunny side up, really raw. People do it. So, you see from here, that's the Yisad Next. Nusogio. You learned in the Mishnah, you're not allowed to take a begged, some sort of uh, garment, uh, a piece of clo- cloth, heat it up in the, in the sun, and make an egg on it, or cook some food on it. Rabbi Yaxi says, mutar. Says in Gemara, V'hadisnan. We learned in the Mishnah. Later on we're going to learn. You let it take food, put it into a pit to to protect it from the sun. We do this all the time. You take a drink, you put it in the refrigerator. Take a drink, you put it into a river. Or, not such good water, but the point is that it's going to cool off your jar. Here's the point that we need, You take something cold, food, and you put it in the sun. What does it say here? This is like Rabbi Ossi says, I could take an egg, like this picture right over here. Rabbi is is and he says you're allowed to do this on Shabbos. You're allowed to take an egg and put it on your beged that you heated up in the sun. So too, That's what the Mishnah says right here. You're allowed to take food and heat it up in the sun. Like Rabbi Yassi, V'loi Rabbonam. So the says like this. It goes like this. To make an egg in the sun, you go and Google a lot of people trying this out, it works. You can take an egg and just fry it in the sun, on a sidewalk, on a car, but you're using the sun. That's Mutter on Shabbos. Why? It's not Derech Bishul, people don't do this. And nobody's gonna confuse the sun with fire. If you take a Beged and you put it up against a flame, and you heat up your Beged, and then you cook on the Beged, 100% asr. Isidereisa. This is called a tolda of fire. It's not fire, it's the tolda of fire, told the fire is cooking the iraisa. the Ereisa. It's not a Derabbana, it's not a Chumrah, it's the Ereisa. What about if I take my clothing and I heat it up in the sun and I cook on that? Again, the sun itself is 100% mutter. Clothing heating up by fire is 100% asr. What if I take clothing and heat it up in the sun? Everybody would say, what do you mean? I'm allowed to cook in the sun. So why can't I take my bagged and heat it up and put an egg on it? No, that's a problem. Why? Because you might come to confuse it with the begged that I put it directly on the fire. So the bagged that you heated up with, uh, with the sun is much worse than a begged heated up, uh, than, than cooking directly in the sun. Says the Gemara, no, Omer al-Nachmin, b'chama, if I cook directly in the sun, the al-Loi pligi, the shari, it's muter. Now, don't go cooking in the sun. Look up in Alacha, what Alacha is. Probably would be the midirabara. Means muter. There's no isr there, right? Betal if I heat up my beged in a flame, kuleyam al pligi, the asr, that's isr there, Keep, Ki pligi, where is the makhloikis? Betal da If I heat up my beged in the sun, like that picture that we had all in the beginning, this guy. This is where the machlaikis is. And the other man says, No, if I could cook inside in the sun itself, there's no reason for me not to cook with a a step away from the sun. Something was heated up in the sun, on the sun, there's no xaira. Now let's go back to. A dut shemesh, a solar panel. We said, you're allowed to cook in the sun, directly. But you're not allowed to cook. <laughs> oh, he says that in the Mesif that says, cooking directly in the sun is mutter even with the rabbana. So it makes our question even stronger. What's a dut shemesh? Is the water directly in the sun and cooking? Or perhaps not, perhaps it's in a pipe that's directly in the sun. You hear the Shiloh? It's not, it, maybe the pipe is like that bagged that you're putting the water on the bagged, yeah. Eli Kamiansky has a question. Kamiansky. Hey, um, what about something, you said indirectly that it can't cook it, but what about um, like a greenhouse effect? Which is indirect, but it's, uh, it's trapping the heat. So I think that's similar to what we're asking now, no? Why is that different than a solar panel that we're, now talk, that we're talking about now? And what are you doing? You're, and what are you cooking? You're cooking food in a greenhouse? Yeah, theoretically, you're trapping the heat. So, from the sun should be fine. It's like directly because of the sun. But the sun goes directly through the glass hitting the food, right? But there's more of an effect because it's being trapped. I don't know. I don't know. Ask your local rabbi. I hear. I'm just bringing up what the what the question is also in a solar panel because solar panel you could see it in both ways. It almost seems like it's a Tolda of some because over here it's hitting the. I don't think it would heat up as strongly if not for the metal, the metal and the black and the this and also there's some solar panels that work differently. The water is in the dud and this other water just keeps on going. It's the same water over and over that goes around the dud. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. The house. Yeah. Oh, by the way, that's a very good point. Rabbi I'm plugging the gas company's Yungreis, whatever it's called. If anybody wants hot Yungreis, Yunkers, Yunkers. If anybody wants hot water, wants to live in Israel and not complain all the time that his Dud goes out and this and that, if you could afford it, it's very kedai. It's called a Yunkers. What? Ronzengas. Uh, Avi Kamiansky gave me the idea a long time ago, and I love it. It never broke down. Great. Yeah, but Yunkers is 100% also awesome because you're turning on. You're turning on the, the flame every time you turn on the hot water. That's so you have to be careful if you have a yunkers. I never do it. And every Shabbos, I say, next Shabbos, I'm going to turn off my yunkers. Because by mistake, somebody always pulls the knob this way towards the hot. And when you turn on and to wash your hands for just Nathil Saddam, you're probably turning on that machine. So it's a little bit of a problem. Anyway, let's go weiter. Mute this guy. Mute Ellie immediately. See, so does what? That's real fire. The yeah, 100%. Yeah. Real fire. And you're turning it on every time you. You, I don't know if there's a delay, I don't know how it works, that machine. We've got to really test it out, but I'm afraid that it's a big problem. So you have to know exactly where you're... You know, if you have that single lever thing in a, in a, in a Shabbos, in a regular sink, in a kitchen sink, and you don't know exactly what position it is, and you do like halfway, you might be turning on your yunkers, it's a big problem. Alright, I'm sure the other guys turn off the yunkers, but I'm the type of person that if I turn it off, I'll forget to turn it off for three weeks. Kids okay, sir. Alright, Zogdegimara, yatmin. Would remember to turn it on when you're sitting in the cold shower. Uh, when I hear my wife screaming, yeah. So we learned in the Mishnah. Yeah, by, by the way, Reboysa, you gotta keep track here. If I'm missing any words, you gotta tell me. I don't need these emails. Two emails, whatever it was. So you're not allowed to take an egg or a food and bury it in sand. Now it seems like nobody argues in that. Rabbi Oisi who argues on cooking on top of clothing and says that if it was heated up by the sun, it's mutter. How come he doesn't argue on sand that's also heated up by the sun? Rabbi Omar, Yatmin we have two answers here. Rabbah says it's because sand is similar to remets We had the other day ashes that are mixed with coals. Somebody might confuse the two and start using the ashes. Rav Yosef Amar, and ashes, by the way, is a isa, isa, right? There's coals in it, if the ashes have coals in it, a isa, isa. We're talking about heated up by the sun, the rabban. Rav Yosef Amar, Mim Rashi says that this means we're concerned about Choyfer Guma, digging a pit on Chavez. So you're in the, you're in the sand, you're going to want to go a little deeper, you go a little deeper, you dig. The wording here is mazes. Rashi might have had a different girsa. Mazes means to touch, to move. To move, it doesn't say chayfer. To move means moktza. So some Rishonim learn mukta. May benayu, what's the difference between the two reasons? Either gzeira of remets of calls or guma, chayfer guma. benayu, afar Very soft sand, like let's say in the beach. You're not really digging, it's not a big deal. You move it, you put it in. According to those Rishonim, like the ran, who say that we're talking about Nachamel, um, we're talking about muktza, so he's gonna say, well, even if it's sand, sand is also mukta so they're gonna learn that you just put the egg down, or whatever you're putting down, and it by, by itself digs in, it's so soft, something like, like ashes, you know, like something really, really soft, even less, le- I would say less than, than beach sand because beach sand, if you put an egg on it, it's not gonna dig itself in. Something like, like ashes, you put it down and it goes into by itself. So that would be mutter according to that sheet that says that the problem is that you're touching or the problem is that you're digging, there's no digging. But if the problem is that you might come to use coals, ashes and coals, then it's still a problem. You're allowed to put an egg cook up an egg on a hot roof. So it says over here, you're not allowed to put, but we have to, real quickly, because we're running out of time here, Titus brings up a very, very important point here, that it says that you're allowed to put an egg if there's no problem of coals, you could put the egg in the, these ashes. If there's no problem of, of, of chayfer guma, you could put it in very soft. Whatever happened to the halakh of atmana, you're not going to be matman. So that's, we're going to deal a lot with atmana later, but that's a big problem that Thayseus brings up. Thayseus goes into saying maybe Erev Shabbos, some want to say that sand, there's no atmana in sand, it's not, it's not considered moisef hevel, because sand itself doesn't, inc- yes, this sand is Moisef This sand increases the heat. That's only because it comes from a, another source called the sun. But it itself doesn't have the, the, the properties to heat up. Uh, you know, in the afternoon it's going to just cool down. So therefore it's not, but what about regular Atmana? Forget about Moisef Havel. So they say, well, Tesis explains, we're dealing with an egg, an uncooked item. Uncooked item doesn't have the problem of Atman. Atman is, if it's already cooked, we're concerned that you're gonna bury it and you're gonna do something, you're gonna be b'gecholm or whatever, but over here it's not cooked at all, we don't have the problem. We're not gonna come to any Hello. So where are we? Yeah, so we learned that if you could put an egg on top of a boiling roof or like that car, Ve gelem beitzahal gabi sid but not on sid, on, uh, how do you say sid? Um, Lime, whatever. Okay. Bish Lime amar omacer shama yatim beremet, which is the Raisa Lekilamigzar. So on the roof, there there's there's no there's no um there's no ashes. There's no you're putting it on a flat roof. No, there's little dirt maybe. There's no problem. What about all the dirt on the roof? Stamgag, let's be offer. Most roofs don't have this dirt, so there's no xera. Of dirt. By the way, Stam Derchagav, I don't know if Yeshua is on today, but it just so happened to be, it was very interesting that the other day, literally two days ago, he came onto my roof and decided to do me a big favor. Because I I'm in Menachemata's minion on the rooftop and I have a lot of dirt and stuff going on there. And he came and he cleaned it out. And now everything became clear to me why. He probably learned the sugya beforehand and he realized, Stam Gag Lesbe Afar and he he was making this Stam gag less offer. From now, most gagos now in Bet Shemesh don't have offer. Mine was the only dirty one. Now it's Pesed Gomer Toshma. Shosu tveri, ama so we learned this whole Maisa here. Now, Rabbi I have a shayla for everybody. You can give me the thumbs up. That sun, thumbs down is not the sun. What is Chamei Tveriy, in your opinion? The hot springs of Tveria are they heated by the sun, or they heated by fire? What are they? By fire? Everybody's giving me fire. Not by the sun. Everybody. Let me see the other, everybody, hold on, hold on. We have 130 people here online. Nahamal, you guys, second screen. Fire or sun? What's Chamei Tveriah? He says son, Ari Oh he's a doctor, you got to be careful, he says son. Very interesting, Ari. Okay, and Daddy Kornbuth says both. He's the only person that did two thumbs, up and down. Okay, meaning he's saying that it's neither. Fine, right, that's what you're saying? Neither. Okay. So you should have done sideways, sorry. The, okay. Fine, Omar says the Gemara. If the problem is that we're concerned about burying your food in ashes with coals, this is similar to burying. Why? Rashi says it's water within water. That's what i was saying. It makes a little bit more sense to me at least that if it's, you could define where it is. It's going through this pipe. So it's water within water. That, fine. But Rashi says that's called a tmana. Different take issue with Rashi and say, oh, according to Rashi, then you not how to take a chant and put it into another chant, whatever. But if the issue is, what are we bringing away from tveria, from, from springs? If the whole issue is digging and muktza, whatever way you want to go. So why am I bringing a raya from Chamei Tveria? What's the connection? Chamei Tveria has a good connection to tell me that it's atmana, it's burying. So Chamei Tveria, water and water is burying and the, all the other stuff is burying. But if we're talking about, if Chamei is, is cooking and, and, and dirt is burying and digging, what's the connection? Says Oremi, Sarvis, Maisei but if the problem is dirt, is digging, like Rashi says, what's the connection to Tveria? He says, You think that the Mishnah brought the story of Tveria to prove digging, um, cooking in dirt. We're not proving anything about dirt. It's a raya to the first part of the Mishnah. Lo you're right. Cooking in dirt and sand is a different problem. It's a problem of digging. The, Gemara, the Mishnah's Raya is from, for, from tveria, is not for digging, but for the beginning of the Mishnah. Can you cook on a piece of clothing like this? This is similar to Tveriah. It's a told of chamo. It's how is the water heated in Chamei Tveria? From the sun. It hits the ground somehow, and it heats up the ground, and the ground puts out hot water. Ve'asilu Rabbanon, And Rabbanon said, it's also, so too, if I cook on clothing that's heated from the sun, it should be also. Omer leho, so Reb says, no. Ahu told us Urhu, the springs, the hot springs, come from a fire, not from the sun, like everybody did, like this. But a little bit different than what you thought. The chalfea pischa De Gehenem. It comes from a, a source underneath the ground. The water goes by the doorway of Gehenem and heats it up. It comes from a flame, a real flame. It happens to be the talda of fire. Says the Gemara, We're turning the page from the story of Tverya, and said it's oser to use the chameh Tveriah on Shabbos, Butla at hevel. means a it becomes oser. It's oser from now on to, to bury something in an object that creates more heat on Shabbos. Like the water of tveriya constantly gets hotter and hotter. It doesn't get colder and colder. There are certain salts, certain things that if you bury, whereas a blanket, I just put the blanket over it, and it can retain heat, but it doesn't increase heat. From the Maisa of Tveria, you see that anything that increases heat, it's also to do, even from Friday. Because that's what happened in Tveria. They turned on the faucet on Friday, and Chacham said it's also. Omar Ulla argues, Tosis asks a kasha, but it really asks, I don't understand what Rav Chizda was adding, that's exactly what the Mishnah says. But he says, well, it's Mephura Mishnah later on, And he goes into this different Naf But maybe the point is, because Ullah argues. And he says, no. Ha'alacha ganchi tveri. The halacha is, like tveri da... You're allowed to cool or heat up water on Shabbos through the hot springs. And Rabbi Yossi is going to hold, according to Ullah, Rabbi Yossi holds that it doesn't go through Gehenim, It gets heated up by the sun. Om L'Rev Nachman. Tavrinu, they broke the pipes already. Even the people in Tveria agree that it's Asur. What are you telling me, Ula, that it's Mutter? Uh, they broke their pipes. They don't have pipes anymore. Says the Gemara, Anchi No, he's okay. That's a CPAP machine. Don't worry about it. My my son-in-law was worried about you, but we already know that's a CPAP machine. It's not a ventilator. He's in Brooklyn. We have already. Zok to Gemara. So now I want to introduce you to my, I take a lot of pride in this piece of art here. Only because we're going back to the safari again. I got a little giraffe taking a shower. So we have like this, Rabo Washing your hands, feet, and face on Shabbos on yantif, let's say you're allowed to wash your face, hands, even if the water was heated up on yantif. According to Bisillal, and according to Bhishab, even according to Bishama, if you heat it up because you want to boil water on yantif for food, and then later on, whoa, how do you get Shlomo Kushner has this picture already as his back as his backdrop. Unbelievable. Technology, it's that quick. Oh, I hope he got it from. You also probably put it on uh, the WhatsApp group. Okay, I thought he took a screenshot or something. Anyway, so B'Sham hold that you're allowed to use this water if it was heated up for food, you're just not allowed to do it to heat it up directly. To take a bath, even if the water was heated of Shabbos, you're not allowed to take a bath on Shabbos. Rechitzah, that's Xeiraz merchatzais. We discussed this a while back. That it's usur because people were taking baths and they were heating up their water on Shabbos and they, they, they said it happened before Shabbos. They made Xerah. No more baths on Shabbos. End of story. Okay, so baths according to everybody's usur. Big machleik is in showers. Can you take a shower on Shabbos with water that was heated up before Shabbos? So it goes like this. According to mayor, it's 100% usur, even cold water. It's the extremes. Rib Meir is extremely machmer, even cold water. Rib Shimon is extremely makel, like he usually does in Masech the Shabbos. Mo- no muktza. Uh, yeah, he says, he's extremely makel, he says, you're allowed to take a shower even with hot water on Shabbos. If it was heating up before Shabbos. Don't get all excited, Chaim. But the halach is like your Yehuda, that says a compromise. Cold water is mutter, Hot water is asr. And the Mishnah says you should be makpid also on hot water, on cold water, ain chum. Fine. So now let's see inside. Says the Gemara, Again, so what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says if you have this water coming in from tveria from the hot springs of tveria it's cold water, you're heating up the cold water, it started if Shabbos. Says the Mishnah, it's usser as if, if, it's ki'ilu, ki, ki'ilu, you heated it up on Shabbos. Wow, that's a great one, Donny Kramer. Ah, Gives me a lot of nachas to see him. It's a lot of, a lot of people that I've been missing for a while, and I know you weren't in Los Angeles because no flights anymore to Los Angeles. So I hope to see you. Yitzi Spiro's from Chicago. What do you mean? Yitzi Spiro? Spiro. Mary's asking Yitzi Spiro. <laughs> Yitzi Spiro. Bruce Spiro. By the way, Stam. When I started, when I left Kailo, my first job was—I said this already. My first job, I wanted to learn real estate from the bottom up. So I decided I want to learn all the trades. So I worked for Yitzi Spiro's father who was an electrician. I worked for him for a year and a half as an electrician. Then I became a plumber. I'm a plumber. That's what I am. A plumber, electrician. Then I did framing. And then I learned the whole business. I, whatever. I enjoyed it. I did a lot of, that's how I did a lot of rehabs and flips. And all the properties I ever bought were all the upside of... of whatever. So Yitzi Spiro, that's who he is. He lives now in Eretz Yisrael. But he's Bruce Spiro's son. Panim. What kind? What is the Mishnah saying? Oh, on Shabbos you're not allowed to do this. If it's talking about the bathtub, so you'll be Oh, it's also like this water that you're not allowed to take a bath on Shabbos. With Shabbos only if you heat it up on Shabbos, it's also. We just said over here, this is also to take a bath on Shabbos. Is also, even if you heated up the water before Shabbos, so what's the shop? I should really make this lower because it's dinging here. Okay, you're allowed to wash your hands and face if it was if it was heated up before Shabbos. You're not allowed. To, you're not allowed to wash your whole body. You're not allowed to take a bath with water that was heated up before Shabbos. Ella. So we're we're forced, uh, in between, we're not going to stay like this, but we're forced to say, We're talking about washing your hands, and feet, and your face. How does it fit into Yontif? On yantif, we're going to treat the hot springs of Tepharia like water that you heated up on Yontif itself. And water that you heated up on Yontif itself, we said, you're allowed to wash your hands and face on Yontif. Even if you, according to B'Shamah, you're allowed to heat up the water specifically to wash your hands and face. Even according to B'Shamah, you're allowed to use the water, it was heated up for another thing. So it can't be that we're talking about washing your hands and face, because it just doesn't fit into the Mishnah. You're going to tell me this goes according to B'Shamah, it can't be. Our Mishnah must be going according to B'Shamah, is like B'Shamah. We never have a Mishnah that goes like B'Shamah and not like B'Shamah. Now what does Bishami say? This is not Bishamay. l'raglov. You should not heat up the water specifically to wash your hands and face. Kane ru'uyim Unless you cook them up specifically to heat up water for your tea. And by mistake, you left over a little water for your hands and feet, and we use that. That's what Bishamay say. Okay, but our mission doesn't but our mission is saying that you cannot do that, you can't do it like only goes according to Bishamay. Be still material. still say you're allowed to turn on, take a cold pot of cold water, put it on the flame, heat it up, and take a shower on Yantif, right? Tonight. Can you take a hot shower? Going to Be yes. We're passing like Be The Mishnah must be going to Be So we cannot be talking about hands and feet. So what are we talking about? We're not talking about a bath because that according to everybody is us or even if you heated up the water before Shabbos. We're not talking about washing your hands and feet because that's a mutter according to Bacillus 100% on So what are we talking about? We're talking about a shower. Yes, I inserted this giraffe myself. 100%. It's always about yeah, Leah, we're going back to we always have to talk about the safari we have the monkeys before we have the giraffe. It's gishmak, it's gishmak edaf. So, we're talking about a shower. Now, so let's do the khajm by ourselves. The Mishnah says that you're not allowed to use this chamitfer on Shabbos. It's as if you turned on the water on Shabbos. But if I didn't turn it on Shabbos and I turned it on Erev Shabbos, it's Mutter. Wait a minute. Who says it's It's Mutter. Rebbe Meir says even cold water is also to take a shower with. Rebbe Yehuda says, hot water is also, cold water is mutter. So who says it's mutter? Rebbe Shimon. Rebbe Shimon says, cold and hot water is mutter to take a shower with if you heat it up the water before Shabbos. You're not allowed to even cold water. Rebbe Shimon matter. that's the Rebbe Shimon we're looking for. He says, you're allowed to, see our mission goes according to Rebbe Shimon. Fine. Very we, I know that we're running late, it's already at eight o'clock. You gotta see this Tisfus. Just for the the the, 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 the geschmack of it. Smack in the middle of the page. For some giggles here. Vimari. B'shem Riva. You see it in the middle of Tisfus, in the middle of the page. Ubaisilomatirim. Smack in the middle of the Taisa says that this, that we take baths today, showers, is only for pleasure, enjoyment, (laughs) listen to this, not everybody needs a shower, you don't need to take a shower, (laughs) oh, maybe there are people that if it do, in our generation, if it doesn't seem a foolish in the halacha, they have to take a shower every Shabbos. They wouldn't even take on every Shabbos. They'd go months without taking a shower. The want to be mekaim the halacha. Avoseya he says shavi lechol nefesh. In those days, they go into the shvitz. That was already like for refuah. They had tiny yellow brios, but taking a shower. And a shower not everybody needs a shower. You can go for a very long time without a shower. Just thought it was interesting in those days at least. Zok the whole machloikis he starts off saying, and he's going to take it back for a second. If the water is in a kli, now people are going to say, wait a minute, this guy must have heated it up on Shabbos. No, no. So we have a makhloikas. But if he takes it out of the ground, no makhloikas. Diriakol so muter. Says, that can't be. Where's the water? The water's not in a kli, the is in the ground. The water's in the ground. And they said, you said, Karka no machloikis. Karka is machloikis. Rabban said it's also. Eliyat marachiyatma, you've got to reverse it. Machloikis be karka. I will be clear about If I take the water from a vessel, everybody admits that this is also because people are going to say that I heated it up on shabbos. But from the karka, that's a machloikis. Rabban said it's also. Rabban says it's mutar. Omar rabba Barbachano, Omar Rabbi Says Rabbi Yochanan Halacha ki Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yudha is the compromise. Yehuda Chaim is smiling. You're allowed to take a shower on Shabbos with water that was not heated up before Shabbos. Cold water only. Water that's heated up before Shabbos, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, is also like Rameir. Rameir says everything is also cold, hot. We made a It Doesn't matter what kind of water. It's all no. Rabbi says cold water. If you want to brave that cold water, it's mutter according to Rabbi Yudha, and That's the halacha. we don't. this, that, I ain't shum. How do you know that halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda? You know this because of a, a rule that we have when we pasquin, or you know this because Rabbi Yoichanan said it. Mefurish. or or Rabbi Rabbi, said a rule. Anytime you have a three-way machleikas, and one of the three makes a compromise, like the compromise. So over here, Rabbi Yehuda is the compromise, right? He says a little bit like Rav and a little bit like Rameyer. Like He's the compromise. The only time we don't say this rule, you guys remember this? We just had it, I don't know, two weeks ago. is a... Garment that a person decided on the spot to make it into a shmata to plug up his His uh barrel and then we had a whole shayla. if it's hung on the door hung on the other side of the door So over there Shavah Pishu Machmir Rebbe Yeshua even though Rebbe Lezer is Machmir Rebbe Yeshua's Meikil Rebbe Kiva Machria, The Allah is not like Rebbe Kiva, even though he's the compromise And over there it's a little different Why? Chade Rebbe Kiv was the Talmud of both Rabbi Shua and Rabbi The reason why the Allah not like Rabbi Kiva makes a lot of sense. We're holding the Amidal. Because Rabbi Kiva himself took it back. Fine. But did you know that the Allah like Rabbi Yuda because of this rule? Or because you actually heard him say it? He says, Gemara, what's the difference? Okay, so you heard it from the rule. Robert, you missed it. We, uh, we sponsored the sheer in your fatherless chus. The refush name of your father-in-law. Maybe, when I'm finished, in 10 seconds, you could say a word or two about your father-in-law, okay? He's over there. No, Robert Lynx, with the green grass in the background. <laughs> this rule might be only said regarding a machlok, it's a three-way machlok, in a Mishnah. But this machlok is Reb Meir, not in a Mishnah, it's in a Brisa. So perhaps we don't have the rule. That's why I want to know, did you hear it, mafurish? Amalay, yes, I know, before Shmili, I heard from Rebbeichon that the Allah is like Rebbe Yudah, and that's how we pass. passing. Have a wonderful Yontif. We'll see you here, Matzah Yontif, unfortunately, Leon, and the rest of the guys. I won't see you guys, but you'll see me, Bezer Shim, on YouTube. Yes? Is tonight Yontif already? Tonight is Yontif. If you didn't know that, it's good I, thing you came to this year. Getting the the house. Yeah, tonight is Yontif. All right, Robert, where are you? Unmute yourself. Le- let me hear about your father-in-law and how he's doing. And then we'll say something to Hillam. I mean, Gary. I guess Gary's gone. So we'll have to say something to Hillam instead. You're not able to unmute yourself? Said you can't unmute yourself host... Oh, here, you're unmuted. Yeah, you're unmuted. Everybody hears you. Go ahead. How's your father doing? It's so actually, it's still the same, which means he's just over two weeks on the Ventilator so far. Um, we actually set up a Tehillim group on the WhatsApp, so they're on the 41, 42nd of Tehillim saying for him. We have an interesting thing that because he's in England, and most people are in England, and there's a few people in Israel, so he ended up with Tehillim throughout the day and a bit of the night, but in the middle of the night, there's no Tehillim. And at that point in time, he was actually most unstable. unstable. So we actually did him at 4 o'clock this morning. And so we would him also at a time when he's not being so stable. Um, but he's actually he's done that before, and he came across this share online on YouTube. Um, and then randomly came across it, started watching it, got hooked onto it, discovered that I'm on it, got very excited by it. Um, and I actually told my mother-in-law yesterday that hey, I was, You can turn off the YouTube. Hey, you can hear me. Yeah, yeah, we all hear you, we all hear you.